This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're with Anastasia and Warren, Joy 94.9. Apparently cassette tapes are um, making a comeback. I hope so. I loved cassette tapes. So did I. I used to have a little tape recorder and I used to make my own tapes. What, of mixed Yeah, it used tapes? to be called Reverend Tom Stokes. And, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be giving advice. Me and my sister would do it in my bedroom. It was fantastic. So oh, that's been I probably would be giving advice. She'd be a caller and um, I was Reverend Tom Stokes. I'd love to hear. Have it you still was got so, them? There'd be somewhere in the wine cellar at my parents' place. But it was so much fun. So that's probably when I knew I wanted to do radio because I absolutely loved it. I used to make tapes as well where I would pretend that I was on the radio. Yeah, well, there you go. And, and mix tapes. In fact, I've still got quite a lot of them somewhere. Mm, you so should, we I'm, should bring them in. I might try and dig them out and see if we can play them. But um, young independent artists around Australia are releasing their music on cassette apparently as well as digitally. It's awesome. It's such uh, an intimate way of giving um, something out rather than just going, here's Dropbox, here's file. Yeah, it's sort of, there's something it's about really it. really nice, there's yeah. There's a sense of accomplishment. Well, mm. there was a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Actually putting something together that was completely tailored to you. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to add to playlist. Yeah. There was a lot of work went into it. Yeah, getting absolutely. It, getting it to sound really, really good. Yeah. So Stella Donnelly, who's been uh, named Triple J's Unearthed Artist of the Year, um, says cassette was a more affordable option than vinyl when it came to releasing her uh, debut EP, Thrush Metal, mm. this year. Wow. <laughs> 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 I just, I just had a, um, a thought of us playing thrash metal. Thrush. But it wouldn't go down. Thrash metal, well, would it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what her music's like, but uh, maybe, maybe not. But her cassettes they include a free digital download. Um, and there's a Melbourne company that is one of several cassette-focused labels around Australia. That's wonderful. That's great news. Absolutely. Um, and what the owner of one of the cassette recording labels says, uh, what's driving the the drift back to cassettes? He says, I just think it's an object, and people love objects. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of the reasons why vinyl has become popular again. The only problem I see with it though, Anastasia, is who has a cassette player? Mm. Yeah, well, you'd ha- you'd have to go back to the, the little off shops and get yourself and get one. one. Yeah, and the only other thing is re- having the pencil sales will go up because you have to have a pencil rewind it to rewind it, yeah. or when the thing gets stuck in the machine. God, the good, God, life was fun in the good old days. Wasn't Everything's it? so digital now. Yeah, kind of miss that memorabilia and the sound of something rewinding. Yeah, absolutely. People wouldn't even know what that. We're giving means. away our ages, though, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> Don't you hate it when someone stares over your shoulder and you're on your phone? That's my mum and dad. Typing a message yeah. or whatever you're doing, yeah. Facebook, yeah. and someone does it. Do both, you... both my parents do it. <laughs> <laughs> my mum does it in a way because she's always been like that. She has to know everything. She's a control freak. But I don't think my dad realises that he's doing it. So if I'm on my phone, like say I get a message, he sticks his head right in there, <laughs> like covers my head. I can't see it. And he's look, like as if he can read it, like he can't anyway. <laughs> And he does it out of, I don't know, can't miss out or anything, but it's, it's so annoying. I had a woman doing it to me on the tram. Oh, you're kidding. No, she was sitting next to me and she thought I could see her, she put her head back. I looked over and she was staring at my phone. So, of course, I'm moving my phone further back and she's moving further That's back. That's hilarious. I was getting quite annoyed. I mean, yeah. there was nothing that I was doing that is was embarrassing. But so, it you was just watching sort of, porn or anything? No, I was saying, disgusting. Mind, mind your own business, I was just thinking. Yeah. But she was, you know, <laughs> what's he up to? <laughs> he doesn't even know me. 
Maybe she was attracted. I wonder if it's just a habit or if it's. Just... I think sometimes people it's habitual. Absolutely, people you, just want to know. Do you peek? I don't think I do. I don't think I, I give a crap. No. I would probably if I was. Um, Worried that my partner was straying a little. Oh, okay. Then you'd have a look. I'd probably be watching their facial expressions when they get a message. Yes, exactly. So if I'm suspicious, absolutely. I'm usually looking at my partner's facial expressions. And if they they get a sparkle in their eye, then I'm like, okay, what's What's that? What is that message? Who is that? Because I haven't seen that sparkle for a long time, honey. (laughs) Well, there might be a solution for us because at a conference in California, Google researchers are going to present, it's happening next week, a project they're calling an electronic screen protector. And it's only for Google Pixel phones, but the front-facing camera... And the eye-detecting artificial intelligence is going to detect whether more than one person is looking at the screen. Oh, my God. So if someone else is looking at it. So what will it do? Like, will it tell you? Or will an unlisted, is there a big buzz sound? Or a, a, an unlisted but public video shows the software interrupting a Google messaging app mm. to display a camera view with the peaking perpetrator identified. That's hilarious. <laughs> and given it's like a you know a Snapchat type uh, <laughs> vomit. Um, rainbow over their their face. That is brilliant. So um, <laughs> that's what my dad's got to look forward to next time. He... So if you're peeking, you'll actually be looking at the front and you'll see your face. <laughs> that is come up so funny. Saying, oh, got you. I love that. The researchers claim the system works with different lighting conditions and poses and can recognise a person's gaze in two milliseconds. That is brilliant. I really like How that. How good is that? Yeah, it's brilliant. So you won't be able to peek anymore because you'll... Do you peek? Are you a peeker? Uh, not really, but I'm, you know, I'm at, sometimes things might be flashing or what have you next to me and it'll catch my eye mm. and it might be a video. Oh, what's that? But I don't peek out of, you know, it being a sort of nosy Yeah, okay. Thing. Like if someone's typing a text, I... I interested. probably couldn't read it anyway without my glasses. Yeah, so. exactly. No, I'm not. But anyway, this is going to be really good. So That's hope, brilliant. So you'll get your, you'll be staring at someone's phone. What are they typing? And then bang, your face that will is come brilliant. up. Brilliant. Caught out. Anastasia, I've had really bad hay fever. Yes. Like itchy eyes. Yep. And like I haven't had it this bad for a long time. Right. In fact, when I was a kid, I remember my eyes used to blow up so much and, like, I'd get teased for it because they they just almost close. Oh, you poor darling. And I've noticed it's happening again. And I've been taking, um, you know, antihistamine tablets, but Mm. they don't do anything. Yeah. And I've tried different brands and still the same thing doesn't happen. It doesn't seem to stop Maybe you should just stop sneezing. Well, maybe I should should just put a pig (laughs) on my nose. Imagine I was a doctor and you just came to my office and I said, well, just stop sneezing. Just stop sneezing. Okay, thank yeah. you. That's a hundred bucks, thanks. I can guarantee there's doctors out there that exist. That probably would say that. <laughs> but it's interesting because some new guidelines have come out, which might explain why these things aren't working for me. Um, right. So some new hay fever guidelines confirm that nasal steroid spray pumps are much better than antihistamines. Right. Apparently. The researchers say treating hay fever with a nasal steroid spray alone is a better option for those with seasonal hay fever rather than adding antihistamine tablets to the mix, which don't seem to add extra benefit. Right. Is, is, there, a, is there a healthier alternative than th- um, sticking steroids up your nose? Maybe sticking your hose up your nose. Or something. Surely there's another alternative. But I've tried that too. I've tried those. What, the, garlic? <laughs> I've, tried, yeah, I've tried garlic. I stick a couple of 
clothes. Bit of clothes, clothes up, up there. My nose. Shut your hole. I've tried that. I've tried. Um, <laughs> I've tried those. You know those irrigation things. Those irrigation. Where you put like the salt water in and a netty pot, I think it's called. Oh, okay. And you squirt it up one nostril and it comes out the other. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> that would look terrible. And you feel like you're drowning. <laughs> that hasn't worked. No. So. So a bit of steroids up your. Apparently that's it. Um, you might get a muscly nose though. That's what I'm worried about. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> a big muscly nose. Connie uh, Catalaris, I hope I said that correctly. Catalaris. Catalaris, Professor of Immunology um, at the Western Sydney University, told the ABC the revised guidelines are in line with what Australian experts recommend. Right, okay. So if you experience moderate to severe hay fever, and this includes uh, people who get it regularly, nasal steroid sprays should be your starting I've point. I've never had it, ever, ever. But in, when I was living in Sydney, a lot of people got it from the jacaranda trees. Like, they'd be going off. Ah. Uh, yeah. I get it from our plane trees here. You know when they drop those little, I don't know if they're pollen or if they're seeds, yeah. or out of those balls that hang off them. Yeah. And they get stuck in your throat. And you, oh, that's and terrible. You can't get rid of them for ages. So mm. so at least we've got a solution. Well, there now. you go. <laughs> Dr. Dr. <laughs> Anastasia. Exactly. <laughs> Just Garlic cloves. Garlic cloves <laughs> and stop sneezing. If I'm talking to you, Anastasia, mm. and I'm nodding right. as I talk, do you reckon I'm more attractive? No, not at all. <laughs> but I do, you know what I do like? Um, I think I'd find you more attractive if you had a ponytail. Oh, really? Because if you had a ponytail, I could, I'd see the ponytail going up and down and I find that very attractive. So flicking up and exactly. down. Exactly. <laughs> what about the ones to the side? The yeah. ones to the side, doesn't matter. As long as I see a ponytail um, agreeing with me, going I'm happy. Up, I'll go and attach and one I think tomorrow. that's probably because um, it looks like the person's actually interested in what you're saying. Is that why it's appearing well, to be more attractive? I or? know. This, this new study, it reckons the key to looking more likeable is nodding your head more. Right. Sounds really bizarre, doesn't it? it? Sounds a bit silly, though. The results, a polite nod of the head makes you almost one-third more likeable and 50% more approachable. I think it's just got to do with the fact that you're <laughs> you're you're looking attentive and interested in what the um, mm. person's talking about. <laughs> we, we, I mean, I've done that before and I have no idea what the person's talking about. Do you put your feet... But I don't think I nod. Do you sort of do touch your chin I think I touch time? my chin. I don't <laughs> nod. You don't nod? No. Are you so, an otter? No. Yeah, yeah, I nod. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen you nod with me. It hasn't worked with me. <laughs> I'm going to start nodding with you now, though. Um, but Bloody hell. It makes us more, 50% more approachable. Right. How's so that? nod away. See, actually, you know what? It, it, as you say that, I'm not going to nod anymore because if that, if that makes me approachable, it means that, that this is why I get everybody and anybody coming to me. I could be sitting at a cafe and people will spill their problems with me. They'll come and sit with me. They get attached. Then they get obsessed. And it's probably because I'm doing this whole nodding. You're nodding. Or mm. touching my chin. I'm doing my chin. I actually generally do act very interested in what people are saying to me, though, because I'm into you human in, behaviour. I'm obsessed with people. Absolutely. So, the, Well, what you can do is shaking your head right. um, from side to side. Is that found means to have, go away. <laughs> go away. It has zero effect on your ratings for likability and yeah, approachability. Yeah, of course, because you're saying no, go away. <laughs> so, so instead of going up and down, start shaking it. I'm going to start shaking my head around. around. <laughs> 360 turn. <laughs> Anastasia and Warren, Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.